Welcome to the Fantasy Whispers podcast. We are the best kept secret in fantasy football, and we keep that week one feeling going all year long. I'm Big Travi, and you can find me on Twitter at BigTraviTFW. And today I'm going to be giving you my top buy and sell candidates for week four in fantasy football. This is a unique show I decided to start doing, and I wanted to do it at the right time because a lot of people ask about trades right after the draft, right after week one. We need a little bit more data. We need a little bit more time, and we are now entering in about a month of football. Um, and, you know, it used to be that was a quarter of the season. We've added the extra games. But for me, this is just about getting a feel for where the up arrows are pointed, where the down arrows are pointed, and how we can attack our fantasy football rosters, um, whether it's ours or our league mates, and see how to bolster them, take chances on players that are underperforming now that we think will be overperforming later and regress towards the mean, so to speak. Um, But before we do, I want to let you know that support for the show is brought to you by our patrons. You enjoy our supportive community over at patreon.com forward slash the fantasy whispers. Not only are you helping us continue to chase this dream, but you're going to be entered every month into an awesome giveaway. September's giveaway. It was a Joe Burrow rookie card on one of our, to one of our patrons, John Durst. It was a awesome uh, mint condition rookie card from pristine auction.com. So go on over to patreon.com forward slash the fantasy whispers and sign up today. You can be entered in for October's giveaway by going to patreon.com right now. Okay, so like I said, we'll be talking my favorite candidates to acquire um, at, you know, and looking at the guys we're looking to sell as well. I've got 10 players here, five each, buy and sell. Um, And if their selling window is still open, we'll look at those guys. You've heard me before. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you're new. Thank you for listening. Uh, Consider subbing to the podcast and YouTube. But um, you may have heard me talk about before the three pillars of fantasy football. You have your draft, your waiver wire, and the last one here is trading. So a couple things to discuss here first. Um, First of all, don't just go and trade players because you hear me say to sell them or you read about them in an article. Rather, you need to look at your roster, the potential trade partner's roster, and find where you both have needs in order to get a solid deal done. And and God forbid you play in a league that vetoes. uh, You you don't want to put a trade out there that's going to get voted down. The other thing is, you know, a really good trade, a really good deal, they say, leaves both sides feeling like they, you know, lost a little bit or could have a little bit more. I I prescribe to that as well, and especially in fantasy. I'm not afraid to oversell a bit, but that's me. I'm a little bit more risk averse. You guys need to find what you're comfortable with and trying to get the best deal possible for you and your partner. P.S. Eliminate vetoes. Okay. It's just not what league should be doing. Additionally, you can also treat these players as a watch list and wait for another boom game before you put offers out there to sell. Um, or if you're looking to buy low, you know, maybe you want, maybe you think one more week of underperforming will help the deal out. Lastly, and most importantly, you need to learn to build relationships with those you play fantasy football with. This is not only helpful in the trades, it just makes fantasy football more fun. Nobody likes a, hey, give me this player right now, text message. You know, you got to wine and dine them first, buy them dinner. Um, Yeah, not, you don't have to buy them dinner, but, you know. Uh, try to open the lines of communication before just trying to get that deal done because you come off as selfish otherwise and uh, have, you know, ask them how their day's going, talk to them a little bit, open up the conversation well before you plant the seed of the trade. Okay. Enough pontificating. Let's get into it. 
by Brees Hall. If you look at Brees Hall, he's averaging seven targets and four receptions per game. He just saw 51% of the snaps. That was his season high, and it was the first game he saw more than Michael Carter. You're going to get Detroit, who is the number one defense in points allowed to running backs, and Seattle, the number eight defense, uh, allowing points to running backs in the playoffs. So he's a good, you know, if you're a contender, he's kind of not, he's not peaking right now. And Carter is still looking good by all metrics. But Brees Hall has the capital. He has the profile. He should break out this year, if not um, next. Sell Miles Sanders. He's got only one game above an 8% target share, and he just saw 3% of the targets last week. Granted, that was in a game the Eagles blew out the Washington Commanders. But if you look at the Eagles offense, I mean, they they lead the league in rushing touchdowns. And Sanders has just one. And that was all the way back in week one. And that's because they rotate between Gainwell, Scott, Sanders, all those guys in the red zone. But most importantly, Hertz is maybe the best running back or the best goal line back in that offense when they get down there. By Kyler Murray. He's coming off a game where he didn't throw or rush for a single touchdown, so that's a nice window for you to get in there. And, and maybe you've got an owner who's 0-3 who has Kyler Murray. Maybe you can offer a quarterback plus um, if you've got one of the Carr or Cousins quarterbacks, um, and you can go get Kyler Murray because he, right now he's making it, even without that game last week, he's getting home and he's got an injured and poor team environment around him right now. And you can use that in your uh, negotiations. You know, look, the Cardinals look bad. I don't know if you really want Kyler Murray. He's going to be inconsistent, but we're going to get Rondell Moore back in a week or two um, Hopkins soon after that. So I think this, this team could actually start getting going a little bit later on in the year. Sell chase Edmonds. Okay, so after 16 touches in week one, Edmonds only has 13 combined in the last two weeks. He had a great game last week behind two rushing touchdowns. I would try and sell him now as he's been out snapped by Mostert in back-to-back weeks. By Leonard Fournette. This may be my favorite buy low candidate. Only Joe Mixon and Jonathan Taylor have seen more touches than Fournette's 66. That's over three weeks. Uh, so you can do the math there. He's averaging 22 touches per game. That is excellent. Um, the state of the offense seems to only lend itself to Fournette's touch dominance with 10 targets over the last two weeks with all these banged up wide receivers. Should the receivers get better? Should the offensive line get better? That helps his chances at scoring, which he has not done yet. Um, but he's still the RB 20 and PPR without those touchdowns. Before I give you the rest of this week's buys and sells, I got to let you know about our friends over at Underdog Fantasy. Best ball drafting isn't the only way to have fun and win money through Underdog. uh, They've got player prop bets, pick-ems, bet rival rival slips. Um, You guys see us maybe build them all the time on YouTube if you catch any of the watch parties. Uh, And I'm going to start doing some shows here with my favorite props of the week to uh, go and attack. So just go to underdog fantasy, download the app from the app store, use the promo code TFW for up to $100 in match deposit money. Again, that's underdog fantasy with the promo code TFW for up to $100 in matched money. All right. Sell Gabe Davis. He's got no double digit target game this season, and he's only got one in his entire career. He's only got two 100-yard games in his career, and he's just never really demanded targets. It's still not something that's happening this year. I know he's got the ankle, and I know everybody loves him, and I love him too. I was very invested in him, but 
We just haven't seen it as a guy who's going to demand targets. Maybe if Stefan Diggs goes down, he gets force fed stuff, but Diggs looks like the guy still demanding targets on this team. And I think if you get a Davis pop game, you could sell him because right now he's only averaging 13 and a half percent of the target share and on Buffalo, that's fine, but he's going to be very boomer bust wide receiver, three wide receiver, four profile most of the year. And I think you should be looking to sell him. By Joe Mixon. He leads the league in touches with 71, so that's amazing. 10 red zone touches and just has failed to score yet. So uh, it's it's going to regress, people. Like, it's going to come back to the mean. He is going to get in the end zone. He's got seven carries inside the 10-yard line, so he will score. Um, this, this offense, I think, had that get-right game against the Jets. By the time you hear this, maybe they have played Cincinnati. We'll see how that game goes, but... Um, if you hear this before the Thursday night game, I'd be aggressively trying to get a deal done before that game. Sell DK Metcalf. Oh, this one breaks my heart. He's obviously a physical specimen. He's obviously just a behemoth of a wide receiver and someone that I wish my Green Bay Packers would have traded for. He's got one game in his last 25, though, that has topped 100 receiving yards. 25 games since he's been over 100 receiving yards. Just one time. Uh, so he hasn't cracked 75 yards in 13 straight games. He is insanely touchdown dependent. And luckily for you, if you drafted him, he just scored one. So you can try and move him in your league right now. Um, as the window is the sell, the sell high window is there. By Traylon Burks. Beneath the mucky muck in the Titans offense are some encouraging and underlying stats for our guy Traylon Burks. 69% of the snaps in week three. Nice. On the season, Burks has a 2.02 yards per route run. That's in the elite category. He's also got 23% targets per route run. Again, elite breakout kind of category there. Um, So when he is on the field, he is demanding targets. You look at the work my buddy uh, Dwayne McFarland does over at PFF, and he's screaming that Burks is, you know, a breakout candidate as well. So I would get over there and, you know, try and make a deal for him. If he's been dropped, definitely go pick him up. He was available in a couple leagues of mine. Um, but he's definitely somebody I'd be looking at. Sell Kyle Pitts. Um, like most tight ends, he will be matchup dependent. And when good secondaries arise, like we saw in New Orleans in week one and the Rams in week two, he's going to demand a lot of attention. And now I, I honestly think that's why we're seeing Drake. I mean, Drake London's great. Don't get me wrong. But I think that's why we're seeing Drake London do so well early is because so many teams are focusing on pits. He finally had a great game last week. It was all yardage, still no score, but scary low percentage of the snaps, only 61%, his lowest of the year so far. I think selling him now and hoping for some sort of return on that third round value is smart, given that he's going to see New Orleans again to start the fantasy playoffs. And I just don't know if this offense is going to be consistent or high powered enough to support him each and every week. So instead of him being that top tier tight end this year, I think he's going to be more like a top seven, top six tight end. And if you can sell him off the upside or the perceived upside of a breakout campaign, that is what I would do at this point. 
Well, if you could leave a review of this podcast, that would be greatly appreciated. And that does it for this week's uh, Trade Targets. Don't forget to subscribe to our show over on YouTube uh, for just more fantasy football content daily. We have uh, the watch parties that we host for the Primetime Island Games. We do a pregame show. We do uh, we watch the first half with you. We talk all sorts of fantasy football advice there. Our waiver wire shows on Tuesdays, our Friday news and notes shows. And then, of course, every Sunday morning before the action starts, we help you prep your lineups with special guests from the industry and just get you set. We also have our Discord channel uh, for all the questions there. But head on over to youtube.com forward slash the fantasy whispers. Subscribe today. Turn those notifications on and even consider becoming a member. It's only five bucks a month. You get comment priority, unique stickers, emojis during all the live streams. We just got a great community rocking over there. So again, youtube.com forward slash the fantasy whispers. For my guy Johnny Game Tam Hicks, my boy Austin Sear, my buddy Donnie Tubbs, I'm Big Travi, and we will talk to you again. Peace.